0: Good morning and welcome. Good to see everyone out there. If Pastor Dave were standing here, he'd say, isn't this a beautiful day? Even though it's raining and it's probably a good day for ducks, we all know that he would say something like that. So, isn't this a beautiful day? (sighs) We'll be celebrating Holy Communion this morning, so for those of you at home, please take a moment to get some bread and wine or grape juice ready following the sermon today even though we are not in the same room may we all experience jesus still bringing us together and building us up through his body and blood i have some announcements for today today is your last chance to sign up for the ladies advent tea that's this friday at 7 p.m all ladies 14 and older are invited to come to this wonderful social activity it's really promising to be a really wonderful event. So if you are able to, please sign up in the lobby. Uh, our quilting group, His Gang, will be hosting their annual cookie walk on Saturday, December 8th. So they're asking for people to bake cookies that week to donate. Um, they have a quilt raffle. That also is in the lobby. Please uh, go talk to Jan. She'll give you any details about the cookies and sign up to win a quilt. They're gorgeous. Our annual Christmas lighthouse outreach events started last Sunday. There are some gift bags still available um, with a wish list for the children attached. We invite you to grab one or even more and return them filled up. It's, a, it's really a great opportunity to share. This is a, a ministry that King of Kings has been doing for many years. Next Sunday is our children's Christmas play at 2.30. Be sure to make plans to attend. Support these amazing kids at King of Kings. They've been working really hard, and it promises to be wonderful. So, as Mark said, today is the first Sunday in Advent. And um, we are going to start by lighting the Advent wreath.
1: Oh God, we light the first candle of Advent.
0: We kindle it with hope. We long for you to come to our world, to break through and reign with compassion, justice, and peace.
1: The prophet Isaiah also cried to God to tear open heaven and to come down. He called God's people to do right. Isaiah called them to be refashioned like clay by God the potter. This Advent, we call out to God.
0: Mighty God, creator of the world, break through all that keeps us from you. We ask for your mercy and reform us in your image. This Advent, visit us with your justice, love, and peace. Amen. Amen. Please rise as we sing. Thank you. (laughs) your power, Lord Christ, and come. By your merciful protection, save us from the threatening dangers of our sins and enlighten our walk in the way of your salvation. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. And all of God's people say, Amen. Please be seated. So Pastor Dave and Pastor Kelsey and their family are visiting um, their family in Minnesota for Thanksgiving. Minnesota, right? Um, And, of course, these are still Pastor Dave's words that I speak to you as his sermon. Um, This came over the Internet. It's a wonderful thing when it's used properly. And um, so please hear ...what um, Pastor Dave has to say. Grace to you, mercy and peace from God the Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the one who is to come. Amen. So, first of all, let me welcome you to the season of Advent. As Mark said, it's a four-week time of waiting, watching, and preparing for the return of Jesus. Most of us have learned that Advent is about preparation... And this seems to be that time for all of us. A lot of preparation in our homes, in the world, and certainly here as we worship. So our first gospel reading for today comes to us from the book of Matthew, the 24th chapter. I invite you to follow along on the screen as I read. But about that day and hour, no one knows. Neither the angels of heaven nor the sun But only the father. For as the days of Noah were, so will be the coming of the son of man. For as in those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day Noah entered the ark. And they knew nothing until the flood came and swept them all away. So too will be the coming of the son of man. Then too will be in the field. One will be taken, and one will be left. Two women will be grinding meal together. One will be taken, and one will be left. Keep awake, therefore, for you do not know on what day our Lord is coming. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known in what part of night the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and would not let his house be broken into. Therefore, you also must be ready for the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. Here ends the reading. So, Pastor Dave began writing this sermon on Thanksgiving night. And he thought about Black Friday and how the stores would be opening in just a few hours and people will be flocking in to cash in on all the multitude of Black Friday deals. Now, I'm quite a bit older than Pastor Dave, and I remember that Black Friday started on Friday. Now, it seems that it's crept into the wee hours of Friday morning and even Thanksgiving night. And, of course, now, even though we call them Black Friday deals, some of the stores started their sales two weeks ago. So it's the pre-Black Friday deals, right? for the early, early, early birds. So it appears that on the whole, we in our society have trouble waiting for things. Well, apparently so did the Christians that Matthew was writing to. So keep in mind that Matthew likely writes in the 80s, not the 1980s, the actual 80s roughly 50 years after the events that he describes actually took place. And like most Christian communities, Matthew's congregation had been expecting Jesus to return to them for quite some time. In fact, some scholars think that the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John were actually written in part to encourage Christians who were confused and upset that Jesus was taking so long. So it was for this reason that Matthew devotes a section of his book to encouraging and urging God's people to stay awake, keep prepared, wait with anticipation. He is still coming. If they aren't watching and waiting, as the reading spells out, they very well may miss God's advent, Jesus' second coming. Herein lies a huge problem. Here we are, around 2,000 years later, and we've been waiting an awfully long time. So long, in fact, that there are very few of us actually waiting anymore. Which means that what Matthew just shared with us will fall on deaf ears, and it won't even faze us. I mean, goodness. If we can't even wait until Friday morning to shop for deals, how does God expect to keep us waiting for two millennia? What if it's not so much about the events of Jesus' return and more about the profound sense of uncertainty we get from this reading? No one, Jesus says at the beginning of the passage, knows when the Lord will come, not even Jesus He follows that up by giving several examples of pairs of people being taken unawares, one taken, one left. Then at the end of the reading, and in case we weren't listening, Jesus underscores again that the Son of Man will come at an unexpected hour. Uncertainty, surprise, and unexpected events. These, at least, are things we know something about. So what if we updated the examples That Jesus uses. For instance, two colleagues were working. One was diagnosed with cancer, one not. Two candidates applied for a job. One was chosen, one was not. Two high schoolers are in a car accident. One is fine, the other is not. Two couples were joined in marriage. One stayed together, the other did not. Our lives are filled with unexpected, surprising, and life-altering events. And in the midst of all this, we're invited, actually we're commanded, to keep watch for the presence of God we know in Jesus. And I think we can all agree that it's not always so easily, especially when one of those unexpected events is tragic. Sometimes it's obvious where God is present, and sometimes you have to wait a while to see where God is at work. That can be painfully hard. Yet the promise throughout the Bible is that God reliably meets us at our point of greatest need and walks with us, even and especially in the most difficult of circumstances. As we've already admitted, watching and waiting is hard for us, at least as hard as it was for Jesus' earliest followers. Which is one of the main reasons we come to church on Sundays or Mondays. Because sometimes it can be so darn difficult to see God at work in the ups and downs of our lives. It's incredibly important to come to church to hear these words of encouragement read once again. And we come to church to be surrounded with other Christians, some of us who are struggling to see God, and some of us who have recently experienced God and can share with us what you've seen and experienced. This is honestly why we can appreciate the Internet and live streaming that we're able to do and hate it at the same time. We appreciate it because some of us wouldn't get a chance to hear the message of hope and love and encouragement to stay the course. Because Jesus is most certainly coming. But we sometimes hate it because it keeps some of us at home when someone else might totally need to be seen and heard by you. This is exactly why Matthew wrote these words to us to remind us of one of the biggest reasons Christians still gather together, to encourage each other and to help each other see God, especially during dark and difficult times. It's probably why Matthew wrote the whole book in the first place. 1,500 years later, a man named Martin Luther said something quite similar when he described the church as a place where you could count on the mutual comfort and consolation of the faithful. You can expect to find people who have been through what you've been through. People who have faced complications, heartache, a bad diagnosis, and losing loved ones. And the frustrations of job loss or just life in general. So maybe that's what today is truly all about. As we await the return of our Lord and Savior, when we have a hard time seeing God present in our lives, we can come together to church to have help in our waiting and our watching. When you have experienced God's love, God's forgiveness, God's hope, or God's peace, you can come to help others. Despite what's going on in the world and in our society and all the ways that we're being divided and torn apart, may we never forget that we are joined together first by God's promise to come and abide with us and then joined together yet again by God's gift of being a community together to help us see God keeping that promise. No one knows when tragedy will strike, and no one knows when incredible blessings may occur. What we do know is this. God is present here and now. He is through and in all around us. Sometimes that's hard to see, and then we need help. Sometimes it's as clear as day, and then we can help others. That's the way the body of Christ worked all those years ago and at its best still works today. May this season of Advent be a time where we can share where we are seeing God in our lives with those of us who may find it so hard to wait, watch, and prepare. Amen. Please pray with me. Almighty and ever loving God, help us in the midst of the hustle and bustle of these days to quiet our hearts and hear once again the call to prepare ourselves for your coming. Give us the wisdom to slow down and look for the presence in our lives. Give us patience when we struggle seeing you and trusting that you are with us. And in those moments, when we do experience your love, grace, and peace, give us the voice to share with others so they too can be encouraged. Give us the desire to be present with our family of faith. Because even when it's so much easier to be home, someone else just might need the gifts we have to offer. We ask all of this in your holy and precious name and all of God's people say, amen. Please stand for the prayers. May children and heirs of God's promise, we pray for the church, the world, and all in need. For each of the prayers, I'll give you a topic and you pray whatever is on your heart about that topic. Then at the end of each prayer, I'll say, Lord, in your mercy, please respond with, hear our prayer. Let us pray.
1: Again, Heavenly Father, we can't give thanks to you enough. We just want to take this time to lift up to you all that's on our hearts, the people that we care about, the people we may not even know, but we know they matter to you. So we begin our time of prayer, lifting up all of your people throughout this world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for all of creation and this gift of nature that you've given us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the nations throughout this world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those who are oppressed, enslaved, or for those who are in greatest need, especially for the need of healing today. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We lift up to you ourselves and whatever's going on in our own personal lives, giving it all to you. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We lift up to you the the political and social turmoil in our country. Lift up to the LGBTQ community today as there was another mass shooting last night in Colorado. We pray that all people might feel loved and cared for and thought of and protected. Lord, in your mercy, Hear our prayer. Receive these prayers, O God, and all those too deep for words. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, as we now pray the prayer he taught us to pray.
0: Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. And now take a moment to reflect on your week and confess those times that we failed to live as God would have us live. Please repeat after me. Heavenly Father, pour pour out your mercy over us. Our sin is heavy, and we long to be free. Rebuild what we have ruined. Mend what we have torn. Wash us in your cleansing flood. Make us alive in your spirit to better follow Jesus. By your grace, forgive us. Through your love, renew us. And in your spirit, lead us so that we may live and serve you in newness of life. Amen. And now hear this, children of God. In the mercy of the Almighty Father, Jesus Christ was given to die for us, and for his sake, God forgives us all our sins. As a member of the Church of Christ and by God's authority, I declare to you the entire forgiveness of your sins in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And all of God's people shout, Amen. Amen. Please be seated. At this time, I invite you to take out your communion kits, or if you're at home, your bread and your wine. We start with the words of institution. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread and gave thanks and broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Take your bread. That mine is not coming out. Yeah, I've tried that. The body of Christ given for you. Again after supper he took the cup. He gave thanks and gave it for all, saying, Take and drink. This cup is the new covenant in my blood shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this in the remembrance of me. The blood of Christ shed for you. People of God, may the body And the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen you and keep you always in God's grace, and all of God's people say, Amen. Finally, thank you for prayerfully giving to King of Kings to help support our ministry and the amazing work that God does through us. If you're joining us online, there will be a QR code at the end of the live stream. If you're here in person, there are offering buckets on your way out please know that your generosity all adds up to making an even greater impact on people's lives. Thank you. Finally, receive this blessing. God, the eternal word, who dwells with us in Jesus and who holds us in the grace of the Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go in peace and share the good news. Thanks be to God.